0: Welcome to Astros Baseball, a podcast by the fans for the fans of the Houston Astros. Now, your hosts, Rob Fontenot and Michelle Need.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Astro's Baseball Podcast. I am your hostess with the mostest, and tonight, or today, I guess rather, I have with me Mario. Mario, tell our listeners hello.
0: Hello, everybody. Hey, Lou. Hey, how's it going, Michelle?
1: It's going fantastic. I am fired up going into Detroit, but let's talk about what happened in Baltimore. I feel very bad for those people. Very bad, because it was not even, I mean... The second game was close, but let's talk about the game on the 21st, the rain delay game, as I like to call it, the Angel Hernandez game, because it ruined, he ruined a combined no-no.
0: He did. Uh, he really did, you know. Yeah,
1: because we had, like, a one-hour rain delay to start and then a 41-minute rain delay at the top of the eighth, and that was just no fun. But... um so Oderizzi Rizzi uh, and company, when I say Oderizzi and company, I mean Oderizzi Rizzi and I think it was Javier who came in, right? Yeah,
0: Javier came in, B-Lock, and uh, Brooks Raley came in as well. Yeah, so Brooks Raley. So
1: uh, Odo Rizzi and company uh, took a combined no-header into the top of the eight. And Oderizzi Rizzi had nine Ks, uh, 86 pitches, which almost matches a season high for him. Um and this is five starts against the Orioles with no earned runs. So it's like a huge thing. Um I mean he retired the first 13 batters. Um, and the first batter that he walked was DJ Stewart uh in the fifth, but that didn't produce a run. Um, and that wasn't exactly a hit. Um, another, he said, you know, he's happy with the way he's progressing. He uh he said, I knew it was going to take going to be a process. I stuck to that process, I feel more and more comfortable every time I'm on the mound. And I gotta say, that's exactly what I want to hear. That is ace talk, that is ace type talk, that is a champion mindset talk. Like that's, I'm really excited for what I'm hearing. Maybe they're not quite there, but I'm really excited for like what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing because you see things to become more, you see them becoming more refined, right?
0: Oh, definitely. And what I like about Jake coming back he was coming back off the disabled list. And then he had the one uh, relief. He came in relief, uh, and I, you know, and then he started. This is like his first start coming back. So I did like the fact that he settled in, and as he pitches more for us, uh, I think he's settling in more and more. And I like that because you know, just having him in addition to having, uh, you know, Van Bear back, it's just it's really going to help the pitching staff. You know, so he did really great. You know, I mean, no hit innings. You know, the pitching, the pitches were. We're getting up there, so I, I, I like that Dusty made the move. You know, a lot of people didn't agree with it, but I'm like, you know, he's coming. I, I want him to be healthy as he goes along, and he did really great.
1: Well, in the past, Dusty has been uh, accused of burning out his pitcher's arms, and I think that he's trying really hard. I know that he's working with Brent because Brent Strong runs that pitching staff, and that's just been a well-known fact. Like Den told us on uh, uh, Den told us on Monday, or yeah, it was Monday. Dan told us on Monday. Right. And, um, you know, he, I just, I'm just extremely, I'm thrilled with what I'm saying, with what I'm seeing. I mean, the only thing that really like ruined the no-no was uh, Franco homering off Belak. And yeah. really, I don't, I mean, because I know Belak hit Hayes in the back of the, I think he hit him on the back of the helmet and Angel Hernandez didn't give that call. On, because for me personally, I thought it was three strikes and that's what I would have taken. Um, and had it been, here's a fun fact. Do you want to know a fun fact about this?
0: Was that, was a fun fact?
1: Okay. So had they been able to keep that no-no, it would have been the seventh combined no-hitter, um, which ties 90, 91, 2012, 2015 for... Uh, no hitters and it would be one shy of eight no hitters in one season which was a record set in 1884
0: oh my goodness and it was so close you know like like it was right there you know it just ah uh, it kind of it kind of grinded my teeth you know with when all that when that happened but i mean you know like it's sometimes it, it as we say be like that sometimes you know <laughs> <Be like laughs> but you be know. know but but uh you know and of course we had already thrown one you know before uh you know, Houston had already thrown one uh, back in the day. So it would have been like awesome to get another one just like it, you know?
1: Yeah. Just like it. I mean, cause I know that the last no, no was in 29, the combined no hitter was in 2019. I think like, um, I don't remember. Cause it was after Aaron Sanchez and Joe Biagini had joined the team. Correct. Uh, and, uh, and then the very last one was September first of twenty nineteen at the Rogers Coliseum or Rogers Center, whatever the Blue Jays in the Blue Jays Stadium in Toronto was because it was Verlander's third. And that was where we got the infamous where the F is Toro.
0: Oh my goodness. I love that game.
1: Yeah, it gave me chills. And I didn't it's like it's crazy because you don't really realize that you're watching one when you as it's happening, but once you get to that point where you're like, oh crap, it's gonna be a no hitter. It's just crazy, um, but um, the first actually the first no hitter uh, at Camden Yards was on April fourth, two thousand one by, and I'm gonna butcher his name, Hideo or Hideo. It's H-I-D-E-O Nomo. So it's N-O-M-O. I'm not I'm not great oh Oh,
0: you probably think about um. I think it's uh, Hideo Nomo. I, I think yeah, Hideo I believe Nomo. So. There so, we um,
1: go. See so again. Like I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and chuck that up to dyslexia because sometimes. <laughs> The words don't – yeah, it's my brain. But, um, yeah, so Jordan kind of started off the – started off the hit parade. Like, uh, Jordan got a three-run bomb in the third inning, and that was – I mean, that was the Astros' five – I mean, that was five runs that inning.
0: Correct.
1: I I feel bad for Keegan Aiken because, you know, I mean – he allowed five runs over four plus innings and Aiken like his uh, changeup was set around 81, his four seamers. I mean, it was consistent because if you look at each pitch was around 93, 94, middle of the zone. Um, Like most often you saw the pitches located mid, mid of the middle of the zone, like right in the middle, bottom, right, bottom left and top mid. And um, that's where, you know, his sliders and four seamers were primarily located in his, uh, I mean, his velocity kind of hovered around 94. Um, So he's not, like, bad. But, again, I just don't think he's... I don't think it was very fair to make a young pitcher like that face uh, the Astros. Um, But um, Odorizzi, his four-seamers stayed at, like, 92. Because if you can consistently... Like, you saw consistently, it was four-seamer after four-seamer after four-seamer that stayed kind of around, like, middle, top of the zone. I mean, and that's what they've been, Blummer and uh, TK have been saying on the broadcast, is that they've been really buying into that top-of-the-zone kind of strikeout zone, uh, strikeout area. That's what, you know, Brent Strom has been kind of preaching. I don't know what he threw to Galvez. He threw a cutter at 87, and that was like at the middle of the top. I like to nerd out on these things, so, you know, bear with me. (laughs)
0: You're good. (laughs) Um,
1: And then, uh, so let's get back to the third inning. So Castro doubled, and Altuve walked, and then McCormick singles, which scores Castro. So then we've got one run. Then Alvarez drives in the rest on the base, so that you know produces that produces the rest of the runs that inning. And then at the top of the seventh, Altuve singles, uh, Brantley singles. Pena uh, hit a sack fly that scored Altuve. Alvarez walked. Brant, uh, Alvarez was walked, and Brantley scores off of a Correa single. So, I mean, you know, we were just stacking up runs. And then at the top of the eighth, prior to the rain delay, I believe, because I know I saw a straw reach first on a throwing error. Correct. And I forgot who the throwing error was by. Pardon me for that. Um, but um, after that, you know, Altuve was rocked. Uh, but they had Robel Garcia pinch run, which I totally agree with that call because you know save him while you can, keep him safe, protect our tiny king. Definitely, <laughs> um, And Brantley doubled. So Brentley doubled, which got uh, which got uh, forward, and then um, and then uh, the uh, Jones walked Str and. Uh, stubs doubled after the rain delay and that scored brain lane so like from there we didn't score anymore um and then the the thing that broke up the no hitter for belac was belac hitting Hayes, and then franco hitting that slider at, it was 83 miles per hour and it was the upper right part of the zone um and so i just think i mean because we've seen a few moves like this from belac and i'm just not sure i'll have to go back and, uh, you know, hopefully we have Rob join us again for our recap but uh, on Sunday to the uh, Detroit series. But for Detroit, I feel like there's so much to unpack. So we might break that up into two shows, do the first two. And then um, that way we have extra, you know, we can treat, you know, we can treat you guys, listeners to some extra content. Why
0: Most not? definitely. Most definitely.
1: See, see, you're on board.
0: I'm so- definitely on board. I love this.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's so much fun getting to do these shows with you. I mean, you're fantastic. You're knowledgeable. Uh,
0: much appreciated. Yeah. Much appreciated.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Of course. Of course. Always. Um. So uh, June twenty second. Let's. Uh. That was the Green Key game, and Green Key is doing Green Key type things. But um, I want to address some of the comments that Baker made about uh, you know, what they asked him about winning and how like how they're able to put these wins together and. You know, previously he said, you know, we find ways to win, and that's, like, what winners do. That's how you produce that championship mindset. And Baker said uh, of the game on the 22nd, we're getting good at starting pitching, and that's where it starts. And that's exactly right, because good pitching is going to help set the foundation almost every single time. Well, every single time, because, you know, if you have a guy in the mound who can't control the ball, what do you think is going to happen?
0: Oh, I mean, he just, I mean, he'll, he'll get shaken, and he'll be allowing unnecessary runs, you know. And you'll find the the starter will be out of the game. Like, you know, I kinda think about at the beginning of the season when some of the starters were going like three, four, you know, it took us a while to get settled in. Now our starters are going like six, seven. I mean, Greg went into the eighth, you know. So I'm like, I'm loving the quality starts that we're getting from the starters. And I'm loving how the bullpen is actually improving as the season is going along. So the pitching is improving. That's gonna make us that's gonna help us win because the bats are gonna be good. I mean, that's no question. I mean, we're gonna we could score Double-digit runs, at least, like, every game. But when, when we can't, when games like this, where it's, like, 3-1, to one, you know, how the final score was, the, the pitching is just going to be so much more important, and I like that they're doing that. Yeah, and
1: I mean, that's exactly right. Speaking of bullpen, I'm glad that you touched on that, because Abreu is supposed to be starting his rehab assignment because he had, like, a right calf strain, I believe.
0: That's correct. Then, yes.
1: Yeah. Josh James had hip surgery, and he is about to go out on his rehab assignment. What? What? I'm so excited!
0: Oh my goodness! It's gonna be so good to have him back. Like,
1: and you guess know, it's what? gonna be
0: like, oh my goodness. Guess what? What? Pedro Baez.
1: He's feeling good. His shoulder is <laughs> feeling good. He's up. I mean, he is. I think he's a little farther out from joining us. But you know who else is uh, close to joining us again?
0: Who's close? Who's close?
1: Gary Pettis. I'm ready. For oh the my living, goodness. Baby. Oh, I
0: can't wait for that! I can't wait.
1: I miss him so much. You know what? I'm just gonna like, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm gonna have to find a way to see him in person at the game, and just like, if I could just get video of him personally, meet him doing the windmill for me, that would be. Oh fantastic.
0: my goodness! <laughs> that would be fantastic. You
1: know? So good. So, Grinky uh, pitched that game. Pitched on the twenty-second. Uh, back to the back to that second game in the series. He pitched into the eight that was seven and one third innings and he's gr- grinky doing grinky type things four hits one run uh sorry not four hits so uh one run five hits four k's uh and he had one rock, one walk and seven and one thirds inning and he credits that uh uh to his rediscovery of his fastball this fastball command he's you know he said it hasn't been good in a while and you know he just rediscovered that and kind of it's helping him pull these things together and i think that he is such a cerebral guy and he's he's a veteran like he's like a what like an 18 year veteran i think at this point
0: i believe so i believe he's almost hitting like 20, his 20s you know his 20 year you know i believe so
1: very close to I me mean, so at this point he's almost like 20 years in the game and he's incredible and i don't see him Anytime soon, um, but uh, Rayleigh, you know, he got two K's in the eighth to wrap that ending up nicely, and then uh, Ryan Presley got his eleventh save. And so, it's amazing. Tell, tell me who hit that solo shot in the second. Go ahead, tell me who. I'll give you a hint. People have been slandering him like crazy.
0: Oh, that's got to be Mr. Miles Straw, Mr. Absolutely. Miles Straw.
1: Thank you. And he singled in the top of. He singled in the seventh. And uh, Baker said, you know, he's using the whole field. We're glad he's doing his thing. We need him, especially at the bottom of the order. And he's exactly right. And I said it. I said it. You guys can go back and listen to any episode. Check my Twitter feed. Anything. There is well-documented proof that I will not slander him. And I will continue to not slander him because he deserves praise. He is a young player. I have complete faith in him. He is improving and he's working hard because this is the first opportunity he's had to play every day. And he's playing every day in an extremely hostile environment. They're not getting warm welcomes. They're getting booed. He wasn't even like, he had no part of what happened. And as we've seen, as we've heard and been told from Ben, who was close, I mean, it's been proven time and time again that a lot of this outrage is just performative and just BS. So people can take that nonsense elsewhere.
0: Good for Miles Straw is what I'm saying. I like the fact that he's hitting a lot better. You know, the fielding, the, the, the fact that he's one of the fastest on the team is one thing, but the fact that, you know, not just the home run that he hit, but lately he's been getting a up. He's been getting on base more. He's been hitting more. So, I mean, you know, a lot of people were saying, well, you know, between him, uh, they put Chas McCormick back there. And, of course, I love Chazzy, you know. But the fact that, that Straw is playing so much better now, like, and you know, be, besides whatever was been going on before, he is doing the right things, he's doing great. And I think, you know, exactly what you said about the slandering is it's got to stop.
1: And, like I said, you know what, Miles, you are always welcome on Astros Baseball Podcast. We enjoy you here. And speaking yes. of, before we get into the rest of the game, I want to give a shout out to Ramshirts, our sponsor. Go to ramshirts.com for all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. They've got excellent deals. They brought you Crush City Tees, and they can hook you up. Contact Ram Shirts. If you have an idea, most likely he can put it on a shirt. Uh, Anyways, back to the game. So, um, you know, Omar Lopez, I have to pay that kid a compliment. He only allowed two runs and five hits over six innings. So, um, uh, Lopez was lifted after the McCormick hit, and Hunter Harvey allowed uh, Straw to hit the... A tie the tying run uh lapina was on base in the eighth and then McCormick sack, McCormick sacrifice scores la Pina, and like that kind of wraps up the game for the astros um i mean it was just a, i mean it was a very good series but let's get on to the grand finale and what a grand finale it was holy freaking smokes am i right
0: I you are correct it was so amazing i mean not only to get the double digit runs that we got but we shut them out. We shut them out.
1: Yep. I mean, and, and Altuve continued to do Altuve things. He silenced those boos with a two-run homer. Um, and Urquidy, oh, my God, that guy is so freaking good. And he's got nasty. He's na- amazing.
0: He's got he's nasty. Amazing.
1: Nasty. He is nasty. And that's, like, a positive nasty. Like, his the movement on his... On his, on his pitches is stupid and they're doing foreign substance checks so, you know, it's not like... It's it's crazy how the Astros stay good and get their strikes and then we see people struggling like Trevor Bauer. Just saying.
0: Hey, you are not wrong on that one. I like what I see every every time O'Kitty gets on the mound. I know he's going to give us like seven at least, you know. And last night was no different. I mean, he was... He pitched great. I mean, what, three hits and, like, six strikeouts? But what I love the most is actually, like, the one walk, you know? And, yeah, I mean, you know, you can say a lot of other things, but the fact that the walks are not, you know, the more you put on, the more you put pressure on yourself. But the fact that not just Udgiri, but Granky and everybody else, limiting the walks is what's really, like, the best thing that we have going on right now. I like that. Yeah,
1: I mean, exactly. So, and before we get into the details of the game they you know the Astros hit that 10 game uh, winning streak um, it was a 13 uh, zero uh, you know final score Alvarez Toro and Chaz Homer that night and I mean they they outscored the Orioles 26 to three during this three game sweep. Um, and, uh, you know, Dusty said after the game, uh, to me, we're doing what we're capable of doing. And I still think we've got a couple of guys who can get better. The guys the, the guys are feeling good about themselves, and that's what you want. And that's exactly it. When you've got that, when you have that confidence, when you have that good mindset, you know, you just go out there and you win. That's championship-type stuff. Um, I mean, and of course, Altuve lose every time he was off the plate but muscle, I mean, they just hate him because he earned that MVP and nobody wants to admit it. Agreed.
0: Uh, Agreed. I mean, I agree.
1: he, he hit, so this game, so that game that night capped off eight. I mean, he hit 17 home runs. Like that was the benchmark that he hit. Um, and that was off Thomas Eshelman in the fourth inning. Um, and, you know, Eshelman said that, you know, they were spoiling good pitches. They have good swings, um, that were in the zone. Um, Valores and Toro in the seventh uh, got like connected to so Jan- Mickey Janis. That, that's what I like. So, I mean, the Orioles, be it that they were our opponents, they have a really cool knuckleballer pitcher, Mickey Janis, who I enjoy watching, I'll be honest. but um, poor kid. <laughs> uh, McCormick also got a solo shot in the eighth um, I mean Urkiti didn't really need to be dominant, but he was because that's Arkiti's things. He struck Agreed. out six, he walked one, he just permitted one runner run <clears throat> sorry, one runner past the second base, and he's won six out of the last seven and gone seven innings and in three straight starts.
0: I love that. That's like so awesome. The fact that our starting pitching is just is becoming remarkable. Every night the our starting pitching is is gonna go out there and give you like six, seven innings at least, you know, that's awesome.
1: All right, and you know what? Uh Baker said he has outstanding control. He always has control, but tonight he had command. He threw quality strikes. He's getting better and better each outing, which is exactly what we want to
0: hear. Yes. I love it. I love Ch- it.
1: Championship stuff. Um uh, I mean, it was Janet, to be fair, it was this kid's, Jan- Mickey Janus, it was his uh big league career uh debut. So Correct. I mean, you can't really... um you can't really get mad at that. I mean, Alvarez also got to start in left field. Uh so they kind of switched. Brantley was a DH, Alvarez was in left field. Uh I mean, you know, Brantley is the better outfielder, but Alvarez hasn't gotten that much experience, you know. Um and he said Baker, his reasoning is perfect because it was the workload on Michael's legs, you know. I mean, because he's still coming off that hamstring injury, so you've got to he said, you know, you've got to pick your poison. Do I give up some defense or do I take a chance on losing Michael? I'm more worried about that. We're trying to protect Michael and keep his bat in the lineup at the same time. And Brentley went two for four in that uh, inning, and his average is 356. And over the course of his return, he's hitting, I think, exactly 500, which is my crazy god, that's
0: just, uh, like out of this world 500. Good lord, it's it awesome, me
1: chills. It gives me chills. I want to honestly. They need to wife up Michael Brantley, lock him down for life.
0: They <laughs> should. He,
1: Kyle Tucker, he was in, like he was activated from the injured list. Um, they sent uh, Jared Stubbs back down. Uh, Bregman probably won't be back until after the All-Star break. Um, it's right. going to be at least two or three weeks more, but, uh, you know, these things just don't heal quickly. Um, but, and that's that. I mean, it's... I'm not worried. It is thirteen zero forty six and twenty eight. Best record in the AL, if I'm not mistaken, and I do not think I am. Luis Garcia. So, so, sorry about that. Can you hear me?
0: I can hear you definitely.
1: Yeah. Sorry, my uh, headphones died. Apologize to all the listeners out there. Um, those pesky wireless headphones—super convenient, but inconvenient when you need them the most. So Garcia is starting off this series against the Detroit Tigers. They'll be playing in Detroit, um, and he's the opener of a four-game series. Uh, Garcia is uh, five and four with a 2.82 ERA, and he's getting better and better. He's like—it's—it's it's exactly like. I mean, what is, the, what is the most common trend and what have I pointed out with each pitcher that Dusty has talked about?
0: Well, for the most part, it's just mostly the fact that they're, they're actually giving the strikes, you know, not walking a lot of batters and giving the quality starts out of all the pitchers. I mean, that's, just, that's just, not just from one starter, but from like all the starters. I mean, I don't think anybody in the major leagues has what we have.
1: And they do not. Like, you're absolutely right. They 100% do not. 've got the we've got the sauce we've got the business like it's all gonna come together and we're gonna wrap shop the rest of the season all right so I think that recaps the series we're gonna get ready for tonight um, I'm gonna take even better notes because you know what guys I want to keep like we' it's it's like the pitchers. we're getting better and better so it's a well-oiled machine and we're gonna keep putting on for you guys and keep wrapping for our straws and we want to give um, Mario and I know at least for me I want to wish Rob our captain uh well wishes he is out um he is out sick so we just want to get thorough prayers you know if you guys are listening thorough good vibes thorough prayers for our guy um he'll be back with us soon you know he's uh on the il currently um but we'll see him back soon with us um and before we go i'm going to give a shout out again to our sponsors ram shirts go to ramshirts.com for all of your custom embroidery and screen printing needs. Crush the Tees they brought you. They also have, you know, you're going to have some good series coming, uh, series coming up soon. Yankees are coming to the ballpark. You want to kind of show them up. Oh, before we go, I want to talk about the promotions department and how they've set it up for that weekend. So the promotions department, that weekend of the Yankee series, which is like the seventh. So it's like the 8th, 9th, and 10th, I think.
0: That's correct. Yeah, it's like a weekend series.
1: So on the 8th, it's the champion. So anyways, I don't even know the exact dates, but the first game of that series, it is the championship trophy from the 2019 ALCS as the giveaway item. And then the next day, it's the uh, replica ring from the 2019 ALCS. (laughs) And then the last item, I think, the promotional item is a a uh, replica Altuve jersey.
0: That just makes me like, oh, man, I'm like smiling already, you know. Just like, that's okay. right, Yankees. Let's ride Yankees. Get ready. You know, you're going to see all that on the ballpark, baby. Yeah,
1: so guys. Oh, but anyways, back to Ram shirts. They have a great shirt for you to wear to still show your spirit, but also kind of stick it to opposing fans. It is a generic, non-inciting Houston shirt. Go to check it out at Ramshirts.com. They'll get you taken care of. All right, Mario, that's all I have for you. Uh, That's all I have for our listeners. If you guys are listening, I hope you have a good day at work or have a good night's sleep. Don't forget to brush your teeth or wash your face.
0: I definitely will not. And, hey, thanks for everybody. And, you know, let's go Strohs, baby. Let's go Strohs.
1: Absolutely. Thank you guys so much.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Astros Baseball. Be sure to subscribe to be alerted when there's a new episode. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today.